Guiding your next pop culture journey, this is In Quest of Geek. The best explorers and heroes must now arm themselves with the social, cultural, and emotional tools needed to delve deeper than they ever have before. This is our dungeon dive. With you on this dive will be... Alex, your host and professional moderator. No script! Second! JPG, pop culture critic and geek educator. And Andrew, film fanatic and nerd extraordinaire. So sharpen your social commentary and prepare your most inclusive spells because we're here to build better character. Now, Andrew, <laughs> why do you think you're a bad hats. No, why do you think <laughs> why do you think you're a bad person now because you had two books full of pins? Like like what oh, no, what no, sort no. of penance have you done? Since then, right? There's Being a, a shark. Of, I don't know. I was never a shark. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> I never uh, did that. I don't know how much of what came before this is going to be on the show. Whatever. We're, we're, screw it. We're doing life. Anthony we're, already said he's not editing. So everything's going to be what it is. Cool. Does everyone, you know, we should say this is it. Uh, this, this is the final time. It's the final countdown. Bam, 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 Alex, bam. would you like to lead this, you jerk? Sports ball. Uh, I did this yesterday and I almost cried. Make me do it again. Okay. Um, for people who weren't here yesterday, if you were here yesterday or if you've already listened to Tavern Team since it's also a podcast, you already know. Um, but for people who don't know, uh, I'm fully open about everything. So um, I had COVID back in January. And I was down for a month, and I still have really bad side effects that mean that I've spent the last month or two months every day off seeing a different doctor for different issues. Um, I've missed a few podcasts from just being really sick. And after hard conversations with my husband and <laughs> my podcast team here at Inquest of Geek, we decided um, to... Put a pause on Inquest of Geek for now um, and kind of take a back seat. So instead of fully being in charge of creating things, we're going to just be on other people's stuff as guests where it just doesn't take as much time or work or dedication. And I can focus a little more on my health um, is the big thing. So uh, you can find Andrew on 5 Million Podcasts, which I'll make him list in a sec. And JPG and I, along with Cole, will be at Perception Studio. Uh, uh, now, I did want to mention uh, Perception Studio has been incredibly gracious, like throughout this time. Um, you know, we disclose a lot of uh, the stuff that we were struggling with to them, and um, they were incredibly kind enough to take on a lot of our duties. Uh, you said and duties. Yeah, thank you. And so, I just really wanted to say thank you to everybody at Perception Studio. Uh, for, you know, giving us the opportunity to still create content and to create good stuff for, um, like the people that we love and, uh, and it's, um, it's still, it's really a blessing, like about, like, you know, just how much support we've gotten and, uh, about, you know, people wanting us to still be on microphones in front of cameras, still creating content. So, uh, so yeah, so thank you. Well, first and foremost, thank you to Perception Studio. Cole will still be on In Quest of Geek Gaming, so he will be here at this channel Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Saturday, I think was his plan for now. Um, so he'll still be here, he'll still be gaming, and we're all still friends. There's no like, oh, we're having a big breakup, and we had a yeah. fight over the channel. None of that happened um, with anybody, actually. Everybody on the team has been really supportive, and... Just like you guys who've been amazing in the chat, everybody just wants me to get better and give updates and everything. So, um, yeah, it's everybody's lovely. There's no drama. And uh, before I cry, Andrew, where can people find you if they want more of you? Oh, my God. There's, you say that is there want more of me. There's so much of me. <laughs> <laughs> there's... Um... There's nothing new. Uh, every month, my co-host, lovely co-host Justin Kieslan and I talk about uh, remakes and stuff. Uh, there's, um, it's on my list uh, where me and a group of friends talk about movies that 
uh, are on our list where, you know, if, if you watch movies or if you have friends who you watch movies with, sometimes you say, oh, yeah, I'm, I've been meaning to watch that. Well, we finally watch those movies. It's a great time. Um, I, I mean, uh, in the past has been Super Mario Brothers Minute and the Dunstan Checks Minute. Uh, and there will be a future show in that same vein uh, coming uh, from me and, and Diet Coke. It will happen uh it's it's coming uh and i've got other stuff in the works i really um you know it's i've i've been so glad to have this show uh as just a a really fun place where i'm not i wasn't in charge really you know it was uh, <laughs> it was not me leading the way and uh and i really have to just thank you alex and jpg for for doing this and uh you know, I'm sad to see it go, but when when the call comes, I I will pick up the microphone again. I will pick <laughs> up the the camera and I will appear on Twitch again. <laughs> you know, um, Andrew, you know, you and I have known each other for a pretty long time, right? You know, like mm-hmm. uh, we met during uh, like the Geeks Have Wet Network days. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're still doing that as well, which is crazy to think that, like, you know uh we started this what like uh, we started that what like five six years ago and and yeah so we had met through mutual friends and everything as well um dude i can't even tell you how much of uh, like how much of a privilege it's been to get to work with you every week and um i value your opinion i value your friendship um you have been a dear friend to us uh, especially these past couple years too man so um Man, I um, I can't wait for us to get better so we can have so we can have times like this again. Yeah. I really like you for your girlfriend. Uh. <laughs> Mel is quite incredible. She really is. <laughs> and I also plan to um crash your your podcast just so you know, since I'm going to be guesting on things instead of being a main anything i'm just gonna show up to all yours that sounds good i mean i don't know um yeah i don't know what what the plan is but we're gonna do something it's it's the the whole you know movies by minute podcast there's just so many different ways to do it so we're just gonna keep doing it our way i think is the only way i can see where you watch each minute for the amount of minutes it is i don't think that's how you explain it well we did that that was for Super Mario Brothers. Right. And um, let's just say that if, what you know, what if there was a universe where for some reason there was an extended cut of that film? Oh, what yeah. Would, how, would, how would we handle that? Hmm. Well, let's just say that is something that could happen. <laughs> Did you write new scenes <laughs> for the Super Mario no. Brothers? No. No, they're making it. It's not being, I mean, they're making it, I guess, the um, the people behind the Super Mario Brothers archive uh, discovered a tape, which <gasps> included previously thought lost scenes. Um, and I believe they are in the process of reinserting them into the film's narrative, uh, which includes some very, I mean, key sequences that we had, you know, heard about and talked about during the podcast and said we would love to see these. Uh, so that <laughs> that could happen. Um, comic banter in the Twitch chat would like you to clarify the name Diet Coke. Yeah, so Diet Coke is her name on podcasts. That's her podcast, Nom de Plume or Nom de Pod. Is that that's Formally the joke? Emily, oh, Emily. Nom de Pod. I yeah. hate that. So, uh, yeah, that's just that's just how she rolls. <laughs> it's. <laughs> It's a uh, bit she has, a, she has a show uh right now called um was it Diet Coke and, and Lilith's House of Snacks, Snacks with an X. Um where where they talk about or you know, snacks. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so go check that out if you're missing uh some you know some Diet Coke. That's very <laughs> very yeah. confusing. It's mm-hmm. very confusing. Forgot 
we kind of already did our, we did it now we we got the uh this the sadness out of the way okay. first so now... <laughs> well we can't do what i did yesterday because i okay so, dreams yesterday so, uh, um do you want to talk about your your journeys through podcasting i mean jpg you've already brought up the geek say what network this is oh, really jeez. Uh, um, shall we go down memory lane? So shall we <laughs> reminisce? Jeez. Oh, Actually, Andrew, can you go first just so I can like warm up? Oh god, I don't even know. <laughs> well, okay, well, how, what was your very first podcast? The very first podcast that you ever like oh, no. I'm not talking about like guesting. I'm talking about like this was your idea. Let's freaking yeah. do this. Well, um, it was called Nerd's Eye View. Uh and it ran for several years we did 300 episodes um and i said it was time to hang that one up because at that time i was doing several more and i thought you know this one had a good run i'm gonna just put it to bed and and focus on the other projects um and i don't even know if those episodes are still available anywhere they i'm sure they don't sound good that's the other thing <laughs> the longer that i do this the more i go i can't believe i used to record this way like i just keep <laughs> finding new equipment or different ways to do it or better editing skills that i acquire and i i figure it out but yeah that was that was where it started for me and that one started uh well technically how did that go I did it as a um, pre-Twitch. I did it as a live stream uh, when I was at community college. And that was like, and then it became an, an actual just audio podcast. And that was like 10 years ago. Okay, I have questions because I already know JPG's history, so I don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was a moment that something happened where you were like, either... Wow, this is exactly why I podcast because this moment is amazing. Or f this person, screw what you think. This is why I podcast. Wow, that's um, those are like two totally different questions. Well, now you have to answer both. Well, I'll tell you, um, one <laughs> of the you, one of the huh? JPG trying to get out of questions. He has to answer oh, them too. Okay. One of the most you know, joyous and, you know, like greatest moments of podcasting uh, was a moment that I shared with Diet Coke where we did a show called um, Shut Up Leonard, which was about the TV show community. Um, and we were talking, we were ending that show. And on our final episode, we said, well, should we do a movies by minute podcast? We were looking into that format. And we said, <laughs> We're going to both count down from three. And at the same time, if we say the same movie, we have to do that movie as a Movies by Minute podcast. And we counted down from three and we both said Super Mario Brothers. So that was kind of like, this is what podcasting was made for. Like, this is this is why we do what we do, because we were just so in sync. It was the I don't know. It was it was really funny. I'm trying to think of a, your other question. It's really. um Hmm. I know this is going to sound bad, but as the, the white man here, you might not have an answer to that one like the other, like well, we do. I, <laughs> I mean, I think the I think the thing is, it's not that, you know, anyone said mm -hmm. I couldn't do it. It was just kind of as time went on, you could see how people would react to it, where it's like, Oh, you're still doing that? Like that's how it would come at me. <laughs> it would be like, "Oh, you're still or, doing that." And or the like, other side yeah. of it, or the other side of it is like, "Oh yeah, I've been thinking about starting a podcast oh, myself." Yeah. <laughs> I hate that. I've had oh, it, there were there were you know when I was still um, young and and silly, there would be you know I'd hear people say that and I'd go, "Oh yeah, let's let's talk about it." Or someone would would say, "Oh, my friend wants to do a podcast." Like, "Oh yeah, I'll talk to him." And it would go nowhere. I was wasting my time talking to these people who had the craziest ideas that would never work as a podcast. And I'd never hear from them again. Yeah, or JPG just, used it, to it was take just those a waste meetings. of time. Yeah. Oh, God. I, I'm glad I started charging for them, right? Like, cause, um, <laughs> yeah, like a big should, part yeah. of it, when we switched from Geek Say What to the Geek Say What Network, right? Um, 
you know, there was like this, like, <laughs> okay, we're not, we're going to mark this explicit, right? We're working this show. As <laughs> yeah, we can. Okay. okay. Was this finale. Bullshit day, right? Where, you know, so basically we came up with Geek Say What? That was all in college. It was Alex and Cole that came up with it. Um, they, I was on its first episode and they wanted me to just stay on with it, right? And then Anthony came on later in order to be like, hey, like your sound sucks, let me just see your sound. <laughs> and, uh, and he meant it very lovingly because he liked hearing us. And then we just started to build that community, get connected with more and more people, and we built the network. And before we had built the network, before we had started talking about who we were going to be reaching out to in order to be a part of the network, we had this meeting and it was the four of us. And it was, okay, well, like somebody has to be in charge of this, right? Uh, and like, there has to be some sort of like person and all this stuff. And, and I got voted for it. And the first thing I thought was like, this is bullshit, right? <laughs> like, I don't want to do this. Like, I don't want, like, you guys are the ones, you guys are the ones who have this idea my, yourselves, like, and all this stuff too. And then, like, people are like, oh, yeah, I want to join your network and do all this stuff. And, and you know, uh, with some panels and some some great luck and some parties that we threw as well. Like, we just started building this this community. And then people are like, oh, like, I love what you do. I've been really wanting to start this podcast. Like, can I sit down and talk to you about it? I was like, yeah, sure, you know. And of course, like, I'm me and I'm soft as hell. And and I'm like, oh, just, like, come out to dinner with me and I'll pay and, like, all this other stuff. And I'm like, and then it just started to be exactly like you're talking about, Andrew. Right? It was, oh, uh, here's this idea. And I'm like, okay, cool. And the one question that I always ask is why do you think people are going to listen to your show mm. instead of any other show, right? Mm -hmm. And the number one answer I always got was, oh, because me and my, my friends are really funny and people are really going to enjoy it. And that's not a good answer, you guys. Like, that's not a good answer. Yeah, um, the, the, one, the one that sticks out to me i'll try and anonymize it as much as i can but there was okay. some someone came to me with an idea um and part of their idea involved just like a lot of commitment by people and it was just kind of i was like where are you gonna find these people like a pan like they needed like a panel every episode like three two or three people that would just be committed to this which and, is great if you're like yeah, but if you're like every episode you would yeah. need new people, like essentially new people every episode. I was just like, how are you going to like, it's not like, you know, you think of like the way reality shows work is where they have like a cattle call. It's like, like, do you have funding for this? Like this, it was just not, this idea was never going to work. I'm dying because I think I know what the one that you're talking about. No, right I, it's actually not. It's the okay. funny thing. It's okay. one, I don't <laughs> think I've ever told you this one, but it was okay. definitely, it was a friend of a friend who I thought sounded like a good person and then they and then it was that thing where it's like okay yeah and then they were like oh i'll get back to you Nothing. never just never, never. Hear from them. and i never hear from them again and i'm it's just like what, yeah. what was the point my, of that my thing is like jpg was in charge of a lot of stuff i was in charge of a lot of stuff cole was in charge of a lot of stuff but we were in charge of different things and the thing is jpg was we put him in charge of the overall right and then I did a lot of the networking. JBG did a lot of networking and scheduling. And then when we would go to stuff or events, instantly everybody assumed Cole was in charge just by the look of us. Where they'd hand Cole the business card or they'd be like, oh, yeah, we want to talk. And they'd turn to Cole and say, when are you free? And Cole would be like, uh, talk to him. Like, don't talk to me. Yeah. But Or people, because, again, girl by myself, it was they were interested and then they would give me their card and then they would hit on me right afterwards. And I was like, Oh, the, this is not that, this is not that conversation. Like Alex, most of the time still, you don't even wear your ring sometimes now that like, like whenever we go to new events or things like that. I, for a long time, I did not wear my ring at events because I found that people in the industry wouldn't talk to me when I was wearing my ring but would talk to me when I wasn't. So if I was trying to get interviews at conventions, I had a better chance getting an interview with somebody if I was not wearing a wedding ring. Yeah. Wow. And, you know, like, we're, we're definitely steeped in the 
podcasting community. And then um, just recently, we've been, you know, getting a little bit more used to the Twitch community as well. And like, that was a kick in the pants. Because have you ever felt real good at something and then somebody slightly changes it up on you and then you suck at everything? Because that's how <laughs> Twitch felt to me. Right? Yeah. Like, uh, I remember being at TwitchCon a few years ago and like, just being 100% completely out of my element. And then we went to a networking event, and, like, no one would talk to anyone. It was, it's maddening, right? And now we're jumping into, I mean, you know, Twitch is just, Twitch is just in a very confusing place for me. <laughs> uh, oh, gosh, okay. What, were the, what was the other questions? What were the questions that you wanted us to answer? Oh, what if was it your was, yeah, moment or something? I don't know. Yeah. Like a good moment that made you like, oh, I'm really grateful. This is why I do what I do. Or a really shitty moment that was like, fuck you. This is why we need to be out here doing what we do. Which for me was the ring one a lot. Or um, people telling me that I couldn't be geeky. Oh my gosh, the geek checks. I can't tell you how many geek checks I would get. Oh, you, you like Doctor Who? Well, what do you think about this one very specific bad guy with this very specific name who was in one episode? And can you name the episode? Like, bro, I know I have a bad memory now with COVID, but I've always had a not so great memory. Yeah. Like, I didn't go around and memorize the title of every episode. Like, I'm sorry. I don't I don't have any friends who went around and memorized the title of every episode of something. And if I do, good on you. But that's not me. I just I enjoy the show. I've watched it through all the way twice, but I don't give a shit enough to memorize the title because you know what I do? I hit next on the Netflix button. It's, it's oh, you know, oh, you like Doctor Who? Name every person who's ever died on that show. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. I, I think for me, it was just the realization that everybody was going to think that Cole was in charge. Uh, until I took charge. And that was like, that was a bit of a kick in the pants for me too, right? Uh, Cole is very tall. He's white passing. Um, and, you know, like, uh, just his look very much... I don't know, it's like the traditional, oh yeah, this is the guy that's in charge. Uh, and... I mean, especially if in, in nerd circles, I think he he has a very nerd... Look, I don't yeah. mean to. This is not a Cole. We love you, <laughs> but it's like he is always wearing like a Green Lantern hat and shirt and pants somehow. And it's like, yes, we, yes, we get it. You're the guy. We got it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think it was when I think it was when I just started wearing suits to conventions, and then people mm. would get very worried about talking to me. I was like, cool, oh, okay. Guy. <laughs> I guess this is my angle now. Everybody's just terrified to speak with me. Which is... I feel like it's not the vibe I give in real life. <laughs> no. You know? That's not the vibe that I give in real life. Mm -mm. No. Andrew, why'd you even get into this in the first place? Oh god, don't. <laughs> the funny thing is, um, I was always into video like in video editing even mm -hmm. through like high school um and then uh i got into journalism uh so it kind of was like okay this is you know a different kind of you know video and writing and then like i said it, the nerds i view started as a a live streamed thing as part of that uh and then when this is, you know, it wasn't like podcasts were new. It was like podcasts were like five years old, but they were, you know, kind of hitting a point where a lot of people knew what they were. And I was like, well, wait, why don't I do a podcast? And it basically was like, oh, yeah, ed audio, audio editing is so much easier than video editing. So I was <laughs> just like, that's that's the place for me. That's where I want to be. <laughs> and it's still, I mean, it's still difficult. I know this, but it's just like I, after doing like video edits for a long time where it was like i was even coming from the place of like i had to i had a camera that i had to sit there and wait for it to like it was like a tape camera and to put that on the computer it had to like play 
So it took time to upload things that I filmed to the computer. It wasn't just like pretty quick the way that files are nowadays. Like this is like, I know this sounds insane, but it's like, that's, you know, that's where I came from where I was like, yeah, video editing. I still like it. It's still a little fun, but I don't think I could, I could do that for, I was like, no audio is, is where I'm at. So I followed that and uh, I don't know. I like to talk. (laughs) I think I'm funny. Should I have a podcast? Do you have a podcast? I hate that. I hate that answer. I think that is like the the evolution of it for me is that it did really start as me and some friends going, I think we're funny. And then as it evolved, you know, it is more of like making sure that the voices that need to be heard are heard and like I, recognizing I- when... I, I shouldn't be talking. Excuse me, JPG, I'm talking right now. Recognizing I, when I should let other people talk instead of I myself. Should. And it's really important. And I should be so applauded for this. Mine is remembering when to cut people off. <laughs> oh, God. I hate that. I hate that you both did that. That was incredible. <laughs> no, I should walk back my... my uh, I should walk back my statement about, oh, I think me and my friends are really funny. I... I understand why people start podcasts, right? Mm. The number one thing is, oh, I think I'm a better voice than everybody else. That I get extra credit content out. You know, (laughs) I'm talking. I mean, uh, I I see this with mostly males. I had like, and you know, when we have these types of meetings, like it's always like ten percent female and then ninety percent dudes, right? And then, uh, so I should walk back my comment, of course. The reason why you want to start a podcast at the like the very first time is because you you think that you and your friends are funny, or you think that you and your friends are memorable, or something like that. I get that. Don't say that during a professional meeting. That is yeah. that's my mm-hmm. whole point. My whole point is if I take you to a dinner in the middle of downtown LA, and I'm like, hey, like we're gonna take this seriously. Like don't, or like don't come to the meeting without any ideas. Right? Oh, I just think I could talk on a podcast. And I'm like, okay, cool. What are you thinking about? And I was like, oh, I don't know. I thought you were going to give me ideas. Wait, what? We're getting gatekept about our own show in our own chat, and I fucking love it. Yeah. Uh, okay, do you have a specific <laughs> episode? I have banter. Oh, no. <laughs> do, if you have a specific episode of a podcast you worked on that you remember especially fondly, please reference it by name. I can't <laughs> reference it by name because I suck. Um, but there was, um, one of the times, it happened pretty recently, probably in the last, like, year or two, um, where, uh, an episode went completely off the rails, and I tried to convince Cole that every one of his heroes was a terrorist. Oh, I remember Mm. that one. Yeah, and then we didn't even get to talk about, was it Mulan? Or was it- Oh, God. Was it, what was it? I think it was Mulan, but I don't know. Anyway. No, we definitely talked about Mulan because I well, no, because we had to talk about Mulan. Yeah, because we had to talk about the week after. So I, I don't know. Anyway. Oh, yeah. that's right. It got pushed back a week. Yeah, uh, that one was good. Um, the time that Andrew tricked Cole into saying heirlooms on air. <laughs> look at look at you look at you just trying to keep that in right now. <laughs> that's a really good one. That was truly uh, good. What was that even for? That was for Detective uh, Pikachu. Yes, because he had his Pikachu oh card. He had his Pokemon cards in a book, mm. and those were and his it was a heirlooms. family heirloom, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, there's a very good one that I've had fans talk to me about, where um, it was Alex surprised Cole and I one time. With a, a Godzilla episode. So I wanted to do the original Godzilla. Uh, and then Cole wanted to do the Matthew Broderick Godzilla. And then at the end of the episode, Alex surprised us and switched it on us. So I had to watch the Matthew Broderick one. And Cole had to watch the original. Uh, and then we had Justin Keyes on, on for this. Who is who is your, you know, your co-host for Nothing New as well. And... Um, there was a point where I thought Justin Kizan was going to murder Cole on air <laughs> for his opinions on Godzilla, and I was legitimately afraid for Cole's life on that one. 
so that was the Godzilla one. There's a I I think of um so for the Super Mario Brothers minute I did um episode titles that were based on things we said in the episode. Um and so one of them was called Ejewel. Uh, because that's Luigi backwards, because we watched the minute backwards. <laughs> and so there's a part where Mario says Luigi, but in the backwards minutes, it's you. It's very funny. It's a it's a great moment. Alex, do you have any favorites? Well, I want to know why they watched it backwards, but um... it was called a challenge minute where we <laughs> challenge ourselves to watch the minute in a different way. Uh, that was just one of many. Oh, God. I love you guys. Uh, I would say one of my favorites was Your Name. Oh. Um, oh, God, God. Cole's quote in that episode. He's like, why aren't all animes this good? <laughs> like, <laughs> Cole, you can't say that. You can't. No, Cole. Cole, no. No, but it was just one of those things where I was like, I don't know how to explain to a grown man. Like, not everything in the genre is gonna be good, right? And yeah. like, he was like, oh yeah, if like anime was this good all the time, I'd watch anime a lot more. And I'm like, well, you could say that literally about anything, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you could say that about any video game, any film, any genre. But yeah, that that one, that quote broke me in the Your Name one. I just, it was fun because it was something that everybody, we all really loved and it was a new thing for all of us. And we got to a point when we first started this, it was very much Alex was new at everything and everybody else knew what they were doing. And And after 150 episodes, we couldn't pull that off anymore. Right. And that's part of why Ready, Set, Geek changed was because I wasn't new and experiencing things for the first time. So just that transition for me was really cool. Because I felt like I was home instead of like fighting to get in. Um, for oh, dungeon, a... oh what? Oh, go... uh, we have a question in the chat, but what yeah. about for dungeon? So for dungeon itself, though, I have to say, Andrew, having you on the very first time when we did, I think it was Justice League. Justice League, not the Snyder Cut. Snyder Cut. Um. The, t- JPG, do you remember the image that I sent you when you when you asked if I would be on that episode? Oh, uh, weren't? Please remind me because I felt like because I remember you not wanting to do it. <laughs> yes. I remember you it's just the, being real mad about me asking you. It's the it's the meme of like Bugs Bunny in like a suit, and he's holding like a like a pistol or something, oh, and he's God. like. God forgive me. I've got to. It's like, and it's like whatever the bottom part is. I gotta like, go back to, to my gotta, old life. I gotta go back to the. Oh, that's a, the the. I believe the unedited meme is God forgive me. I've got to go back to the old me. And that was <laughs> when you when you asked me to do that. I was, I had sworn up and down. I was like, I will not watch Zack Snyder's Justice League. I cannot do this to myself. I cannot inflict this on myself. And then you asked me, and I was like, here I go. <laughs> That's just all it takes. <laughs> it's just two days before retirement. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was like, the it's like the the trick of the only way to get me to do something is to be like, oh, so we're going to do a podcast. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, I'll do it. Whatever I'll do it, it is. <laughs> so I think the reason that was my favorite, not that any episode we've done since hasn't been as good because they have, but that was the episode where I was like, this is Dungeon Dive. This is what I wanted it to be. This felt like the perspectives and the conversations and that it was like that first moment of the magic of all three of us being together. I was just like, this is it. Like it just, (laughs) you know, we, I felt like in that episode, each one of us had a moment where the other two were like, Oh yeah. Like we all surprised each other. And I think that was just so cool and such a fun experience. So that was one of my faves. Uh, JPG, you had a question? No, no, there's a question in the chat, actually. Oh, yeah, Kimber Kaylee's. Uh, what is the craziest con experience you have had, like you were there for your podcast? Uh... I know one that wasn't for our podcast, but it's pretty crazy. Which one is that one? <laughs> 
Um, JVG sneaking everybody into a party. Whoa. Uh, no, Andrew, I think you were there for that. I don't know. It was a few years ago for the sci-fi party held at the Children's Museum. Hmm. I don't think so. No, you weren't there for this one? Okay. No. Uh, okay, so I'm going to tell the story. Um, uh, okay, so at conventions, I always wear suits, right? And it was, like, it's always hot as hell, so, like, like during San Diego Comic-Con, so it doesn't make sense for me to be wearing suits. So a lot of people think, oh my gosh, this dude's at work, or, like, this dude has to be doing something, right? And I was with Cole, and Cole and I got into the wrong line for, uh, for like, this, like, general audience party that we were trying to get into. This was the, uh, <laughs> this was the, uh, the sci-fi party at the Children's Museum in, Sa I think, at the Children's Museum in San Diego. And, okay, so, we get in the wrong line, and it's actually the VIP line for where, like, people and their handlers are coming in and all that stuff, right? And so Cole and I see, like, a vaguely famous person, and then another famous person, and all this stuff. And we're standing in the same line, we're like, I don't think we're in the, in the right place. And everybody else is just lagging behind us. And so we get to the very front, and uh, we get this idea, right? And I'm like, and, and well, I get this idea. And I'm like, Cole, don't say anything. Just follow me, okay? Whatever I do, just follow me, right? And whenever you tell that to Cole, Cole will yes and the hell out of anything, right? He will just keep escalating it and making it believable to the point where, where you're shocked. You're shocked at this point. And so I go up and I'm like, oh, um, I have Mr. I have Mr. Garrison and his guests. Uh, we were uh, we were actually told to be here a few minutes earlier, but we're actually still waiting on guests. Is it okay if we still wait here? And have you received our guest list yet? And of course, like the young woman that's sitting there, she like panics, right? She's like looking through her stuff and like she's like, uh, I don't, Mr. Garrison, I'm so sorry, we don't have it. And I was like, you you don't have our list. And and Cole like looks at me, and then I like he like takes me away and it looks like he's like yelling at me like in the background <laughs> and i'm like oh so, so. and i was like look okay well i talked to this person and this person i've already sent out the guest list we're, we're waiting on 25 people right now i don't understand why this is not and she's like uh uh well and then she like grabs her manager and then now i was like oh god okay we're caught right we're caught like it's it's, it's her manager there's no way right but then the manager starts panicking and, and so they're like, oh, okay, well, like, we'll get you on the list right now. And then are you going to have a problem two days from now when we have the other party? And I was like, well, yeah, I sent out the guest list. Shouldn't you have it for both days? And they're like, okay, well, here's my card. And you have to, you have to please contact me personally when we get here. And I got 25 people into this VIP party where we drank and ate for free for like four hours. And it was the coolest experience I've ever had at Comic-Con. I have to say, you've you've never told me this. And you, that is, you you pulled a con. I, you, yes. You pulled a con, con at, at con. the con. I yes. It was I con at the con. This. Like, like Rumble in the Drunkle, it was con at the con. Okay. The weird thing is, I wasn't there because I was volunteering. And so <laughs> I was still working. So I get out and I was like, I wasn't sure I was going to get into the party because we knew there was a line for the general general audience um and i knew it was going to be really long and jpg's like hey meet me on the side of the building and i'm like okay but the line's over he's like and you could see the line was like wrapped around he's like just meet me on the side so i go over there and i get there and he's been standing there counting the 25 people to help them and so by the time i get there he's like okay this is the last one this is number 25 thanks so much and she starts apologizing to him and i was the most confused person because i had no idea what the hell was going on i had been working all day i was exhausted and i was just like what are you talking about like <laughs> and he's like just go inside like shoves me through the door i'm just That's gonna wild. apologize uh, profusely and publicly to the people of sci-fi. Uh, you threw an incredible party, though. That was <laughs> some of the most fun I've ever had at Comic-Con. Uh, um, God, we were all so hungover that next day, though. 
Not as hungover as the last year that we actually went oh, to Comic Con. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a good point. We that's were where mistakes were made because that's we had like... two panels. Was that 2019? 2019, yeah. We had two panels, one on Thursday, one on Friday. Mm-hmm. Or one Friday, one Saturday. No, it was one on Thursday, Thursday, one on Friday. And then Friday, Thursday night, we decided to drink our faces off because we had we had a, a ton of fun. We had a, a really great turnout for the we Thursday night. We had over night 100 one. people the entire panel. Yeah. And that's the first time we've done that. And we were in the actual building instead of out on, like, the side. So yeah. it was, like, a huge accomplishment for us. It was a Swipe Right for Superheroes with Perception Studio. Yeah. And, and then we, uh, <laughs> we had the Friday one, which was the, uh, oh, gosh. It was the uh, Philippine X Voices and Podcasting. And um, great turnout as well. Got to see a lot of people from the Filipino, like, arts community come out and support. Uh, incredible people. And then we also threw uh, our very first after party uh, at the Odyssey at the Hilton Bayfront, which is still, I, yeah. I want to point out we were the first ever Filipino panel at yeah, Comic Con. First Filipino X panel ever, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, we had our first after party there, and then we drank our faces off, and then we had like an after after party after that, and I was just hung over for the rest of the convention at that point. But the best part was you were hungover after the Thursday party. And again, I was volunteering. So I had to be up (laughs) and at the actual convention at like 7 or 7.30, something crazy. And like, you you were still asleep. And I get a message from you at like 10 p.m. or something, or 10 a.m. And you were just like, babe, I am so hungover. So hungover. (laughs) So hungover. Uh, Andrew. You had an IMDb experience, didn't you? Are you allowed to talk about this? Yeah, I'm allowed to talk. I got okay. onto the IMDb boat, the IMD boat, IMD boat, uh, <laughs> which is which is pretty great. Is that uh, different from this is the way? Yeah, uh, there's a hat. Way? Yeah, there's a hat that says IMD boat. It's really stupid. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, that was really fun. I that was only. Do we do that two years or only one year? Well, whatever the case, it was it was great because it's like there was it had the boat was only open, you know, like from 11 to, I don't know, six or seven. It, 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 they had a cutoff time or something, but they would have breakfast, lunch and not, not dinner, but like they would be like snacks later on. So like if you, you know, you'd have to go all the way around to the back, you know, where the boats sit in the dock, but you could go and just eat for free like it was pretty great just being a part of this boat and the the drinks were free like it was it was pretty wild there was some uh there was just some nice chill time on the boat uh that was a fun one when you were leaving though wasn't there like a photo oh yeah thing? this okay. was really okay so all the boats are and it's like uh the different you know studios have different they have their boats out the yeah. boat with their branding on it and there was um like a DC boat and there was um, a Warner brothers boat or whatever. And when me and my friends were leaving the IM, IMDB boat, there's one entryway to the dock and it's the exit. And there's like a guy there with a thick clipboard and he like checks your name and like, you can't get on the dock unless you're whatever, but people will wait outside the dock to, for a chance to see one of these celebrities making one of their appearances on the boat. Cause on the IMDB boat, it was Kevin Smith was interviewing people for IMDb at the top of the boat. So they'd have to go through that gate to get there. So you could see any number of celebrities um, just by standing near the dock. So there was like um, a group clamoring all around the dock. And as we were leaving the IMDb boat, we were told to wait for a second by a little security guy. And it turns out the group, there was a group leaving the Warner brothers DC boat and I didn't recognize them, but they were going up. And I think one of my friends was like, Oh, I think that, I think that's the guy from, uh, from arrow. And I was like, I don't know. And it was like, I think it was all people from arrow and they were walking ahead of us. And then they were not clear of the dock. They were just ahead of us. And the security guy didn't care anymore. So literally they go through the gate and it's just a tunnel of people. And then we're right behind them. So there's people filming, there's people taking pictures, and it's just like we are just steps behind 
this group of people from Arrow or whatever. And it's like, I like waved. I was like, huh? Like a pretending to be like a celebrity because it was so stupid. Like it was like, like these people how... are, are going to like be checking, you know, IMDb to see like, who is this guy? Is he, is, what's, <laughs> what shows he on? How did you not give out an autograph at that point? Oh, oh they I was, don't let you over there. They shove you through really fast. I know. Fast. It was a very, the, the way they had the people. But we honestly, here's the thing. They were leading them to a bus to take them to whatever was next. I feel like we could have gotten on the bus and no one would have batted an eye. There was no, like, and the security people were not even looking at us because we just came out of the same place. Yeah. It was like, we could have gotten on that bus well, and gone you on should have done. trip with them. It was, I mean, I was a little scared where it was going. I would did. <laughs> don't you get should on just gotten questions. on and then be like, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Am I, am I not supposed to? I just, we were just shoved through this way. I was just following the group. I was on the <laughs> boat and they'd go, oh, okay. <laughs> you have to follow mine and Cole's yeah. uh, uh, confidence here, right? You well, just gotta fake until you make it. Um, that was what we did for, there was another year where we went to, me and a, and a small group went to a, um, you know, one of the, uh, like a comedy show, essentially. It was a for a, a podcast uh, that we all enjoyed. And they were doing a comedy show. And we went to go see it. And we just had general admission ticket. You know, we just sat in a seat. Yeah. But there was an upgrade that you could get where you would get to meet the people on the show and hang out with them. And they would have a drink. And it was like a, a in the little lobby area or whatever of this theater. And we didn't have that. But our we had a friend there who for some reason had two extra wristbands, which was clearly like taken from someone like they were, you know, ripped, but we, we managed to get them on our wrists where, and we got them to restick or something. And, uh, we got into this after party and met, you know, these little, uh, they're, they're, you know, minor comedy celebrities I'll say. And what, what sticks out to me, two things stick out to me from that experience. One was our friend who we had met who had a friend who got us these wristbands. He was totally vibing with a woman there who, who I mean, you might not know her name, but you'd know her from TV shows, which is so bizarre. He was totally vibing with her. And I was like, I was like, is he, are they going to, is something going to happen here? Is there going to be a phone number exchange? Like that was, it was really bizarre. And the other one was there was two other minor comedy actor people who no, I think no one in the world knew that they were dating. I think even one of them might've been still married at the time, but we, we, the people there could tell that they were dating and they are now married. So it was very much, it's so weird for me to think of like at that one party, the things that I saw where I was like, is my friend about to get a date with a celebrity? And are those two celebrities dating, even though one of them's totally married? Like it was such oh, a, a weird confluence of events that I witnessed that night. <laughs> we yeah, had pot- one. Oh, so we had one where um, a friend of ours got us into the party. Let's be very clear. It was not our party. We were plus ones. Um, but it was the club where the guy who plays Hodor was DJing. Oh, Christian, Christian Nairn, uh, like he's a, he was a DJ before he was an actor, and he spun at a club uh, in downtown San Diego. And at Comic Con, yeah, and downtown San Diego is an incredible like club venue area, right? So I mean, if the dude was touring, he probably would have hit this place anyway. Uh, and we had gotten in, and we were plus ones for a very good friend. And our very good friend, like, got, like, this ultimate hookup where they gave us bottle service for free. And it was, like, we got to the table, it was, like, like 12, 14 bottles of, like, like, any alcohol you could possibly think of. There were two sets of security guards. Like, one to get into the VIP area, and then the other one to get into the real VIP area. (laughs) Uh, and then it, there was only two tables there. Uh, and then when we started making friends, because I got hammered, of course. Um, when we started making friends, it was like, oh, yeah, like, I do this at WB. And, oh, I do this at Paramount. Or, like, it was, and it was like. Yeah, oh, I work on Simpsons. Like, yeah, all like, these kind of random stuff. We're like, oh. So <laughs> random. And, like, I just remember being hammered and making friends. And uh, and then watch it. Yeah, Christian Aaron came on. He came on for a set. It was at like, 
it was at like 12.30 he came on, and of course, yeah. like, I'm an old man, right? So I'm like, this is way too late to be out. <laughs> but also, it's free alcohol, and when am I ever going to experience this again, right? Yeah, I miss conventions. This is... I do. This is, this is kind of bumming me out right now. <sighs> yeah. It's kind of bumming me out. Sorry, we should talk guys. about other nice things. We talked about podcasting, we talked about conventions. What other nice things? There's no Who's other been nice your? Thing. Who have been your favorite guests on your own shows? Oh. Oh, that one guest on our Pikachu, Detective Pikachu, that was my favorite guest. He's kind of a dick to Cole, though. (laughs) Why he's my favorite? That's fair. Come on, Alex, answer the question, really. Oh. One of your favorite, you can only pick one, one of your favorites. I gotta think about it. That's a lot of pressure. Who's yours? No, I, I asked you first. I think this is a real answer. I think okay. my favorite, one of my favorite guests on Nothing New, we had Alex. Uh, and that was Bill. And it was very funny because it was for Fahrenheit 451. And uh, it was very funny <laughs> to, to, to have it be the experience where Alex is not the reader. Alex is not the one. I honestly cares about think books it is i think and that was (laughs) that was one of several slaps in the face that we did in in our guest picking over the over the course of several months (laughs) i think what you and kizan did was you sat down and you're like okay we have six months to piss off jpg what (laughs) what can we do right and like the ultimate one was honestly asking my own wife to do fahrenheit 451 one Mm -hmm. that is one that was one of my favorite stories to teach when i was still a teacher and and i remember alex being like oh hey i'm about to be on nothing new and i'd been on recently and i was like oh great like i wonder what you guys are going to be doing and they're like she she's like i don't know it's something about like fire or like temperature and i'm like (laughs) What? Like, what are you talking about? Honey? Like, what are you talking? She's like, I don't know. Like, there was like a, there was like a temperature reading in the title, and then like, <laughs> and then we were all talking about it. I'm like, wait, you're doing Fahrenheit 451, and I'm absolutely sure you and Kizan just cackled into the fucking wind. Hey, <laughs> I read the book. Did you read the book? Uh, I think so. I think no, if you go and you listen you to the podcast, you say you, you did not. You, know, you did not read the book. We kind of liked it though. It was like I the perfect up, energy we needed. <laughs> I pulled up the spark notes for you, and you never went through them, Alex. Oh yeah, I think didn't I? I think that was one of the ones I cheated in high school. Yep. Yeah. Good times. Yeah, that was that was really funny because I th- I think that that was just like the perfect kind of guest that we needed for that episode. And <laughs> you were so willing to just do it. I feel like most people would be like, I don't care about that. I don't want to do that episode. I want to do an episode I care about. And you were like, I am down for it. <laughs> I 100% want to do that episode. I was so upset. So upset. You, you were guys really let, mad at me. You guys let me do Mortal Kombat. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, 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 I think did... it was on before you. Yeah, yeah, because we did. And then you also had me do the Thomas Crown Affair as well, yeah. right? Yeah. But I think I, I was we, a guest yeah. on the show before you, too. Yeah, yes. we did. And the, the two other ones that I remember that you were mad that we did without you were Captain America. Yep. And Ocean's Eleven. Yep. <laughs> I can't remember if there was another one, but it was like we were escalating it. Like first oh, it yeah. was Captain America where it was like, okay, yeah, this is silly, but we wouldn't have you on for this. Then it was Ocean's Eleven where it's like, yeah, we totally should have you on for this. And then it was like, we were like, what is the one specifically we should do to exclude him? And that that is true. <laughs> it was Fahrenheit 451. <laughs> and then, uh, um, you, there were talks that you guys were going to be doing a Street Fighter one. And I was like, if I am not you, on the There are talks one, as in you say it every time. Yes, every time. <laughs> yes. There are talks of me saying it every time we talk. Yes. So we'll be having Cole on for Street Fighter. <laughs> I would outright fight you in the street if that happened. <laughs> like a Street Fighter. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, loving these con stories. Mine was boring. I think the most exciting thing I did was get a signing. Castle Riverdale? That's exciting. 
That's pretty cool. I never have the patience in order to, to, to do autographs. I've ended up in some weird-ass signings. Weird signings, um, yeah. I've gotten a signing from um, Futurama. Oh, wow. But I've, I've never seen the show. I, just, <laughs> I ended up in line somehow. Um, <laughs> and like the whole cast, that was at their, that booth where they hand you the posters and then mm-hmm. you go down the line, and I met all of them. I've done about three or four signings at that booth, and I think I've maybe seen one of the shows from like the things that I had signed there. I just it was like happenstance that I was there. Ugh. But I've had a lot of celebrity rando at conventions. JD used to get really mad at me because at the smaller ones, like when WonderCon was really was a lot smaller and Long Beach and stuff, we'd be walking past celebrities. And I, again, new to the world, didn't know. And I'd be like, oh my God, your shoes are so cute. Or I like their shirt or their bag. And then he'd be like, don't, don't you know who that is? And I was like, no, does it matter? Their stuff is cute. Like, <laughs> I made friends with Yellow Ranger in the bathroom one time. Yeah, um, that was a lot. That was a lot to take in, especially because I'm a gigantic Power Rangers fan. So, Who was the guy we met in the elevator? That was Scott... Uh... Oh my gosh, he just came up on a show. He's on a really popular show right now, too. He was in the running for Captain America for a little bit, but now he's in, he's also in a really popular show. It's Scott... Oh, gosh, I can't remember his name now. It's not Foley, but anyway, okay. But uh, he had um mini clicks? Click? Superhero clicks? Hero clicks. He played there hero you go. clicks. Oh, so whoa. he had, like, stacks of them, but his girlfriend had something really cute on her outfit. And so I told her that, and then we just all started talking in the elevator, and JPG was, like, quiet the whole time. And I know it. He was like, you can't do that. And I was like, do what? I, don't, I just don't, I don't do well with famous people. Like, if I know them, <laughs> like, I don't, I don't do well. I'm not, I'm not a good person around famous oh, people. we bought Batman dinner. Oh, yeah. That was, that was what, crazy. Which Batman? Kevin, Kevin Conroy. Conroy? Oh. Yeah, it was the Wednesday night Scott of the Porter. Convention. Scott Porter, thank you. <laughs> uh Scott <laughs> Um Scott Porter. We met him, he's very, very nice. And a gigantic nerd. I very much appreciate it. He was super nice. His the whoever the girl was with him was super nice. Yeah. Uh okay, so um Kevin Conroy, we we never do Wednesday oh, night. Scott for... Porter. I just yeah. looked him up. <laughs> <laughs> We uh we never do Wednesday night for Comic Con and we we did one of these times and we were staying in this hotel and uh we were having dinner and just a few a few tables down from us somebody says thank you but it's in a voice I immediately recognize and I was like oh my god I think that's Kevin Conroy and he's sitting just by himself surrounded by all of these nerds a lot of which are wearing Batman paraphernalia and he's just sitting. By himself, right? But we and didn't so, want to bother him, like, no, ruin his God, dinner no. or anything? Yeah. Ru- ruin his dinner? And <laughs> so I was like, Miss, is that your table? Is that gentleman at your table also? And she's like, yeah, he's, he's one of the tables that I'm handling. I was like, can I please pay for his dinner? And she's like, oh, are you serious? Oh, that's so nice of you guys. And she, uh, she took my card and she left. And then she went over and then, like, I could see them talking. And then he turns around and then he, she points at me. Oh. <laughs> and then he calls us over, right? Oh my god! So of course I'm about to weep, yeah. right? <laughs> because this dude is my hero, right? Like, um, our our random Kevin Connery interview on um uh, on, our, on one of because... our <laughs> yeah on one of our old YouTubes where Cole and I just outright crash and burn in it, right? It got uh it got like a few different hits in like the right places and 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 then people started you know like reaching out to us and 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 wanting to work with us and all that stuff too and and so when he came over he's like hey you know thank you so much for paying for my dinner you really didn't have to do that and we're like no no it's my pleasure like you know i grew up with your show like thank you so much for everything uh and one of the first questions that he asked is like oh like oh so you like the show like how much did it mean to you and i thought that was such a nice question to let Somebody else just gush about, like, <laughs> just all the things that you love, you know? And then he was like, and a couple minutes in, he's like, oh my gosh, I'm being so rude. 
Um, so he grabbed another seat, and then he had the both of us sit down. Wow. And then we just, like, hung out. And it was it was the craziest moment. He was just the nicest dude. Like, you know how everybody always tells stories about how Robin Williams is really great? Mm-hmm. Kevin Conroy is just as great. Yeah, right? he was like, really nice. He was incredible. It was, it yeah. was just funny, because, like, that rando interview... They were like, oh my god, who is that? You know who that guy is? And I had, I've never seen Batman, so I was like, uh, uh, I don't know. So I, this is when we were still doing the college stuff. And I was like, you guys want me to ask him for an interview? I will. And they're like, no, 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 no. And I was like, no, I got this. And I just walked over and I was like, hey, do you mind we're doing this podcast? Geek Say What? Oh, and- God. I have to find the, the clip now because That's I remember. It's a good interview. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's a crash and burn interview too. It's an incredible crash and burn. I'll tell you the. I mean, that's a, one of the great things about these, you know, the conventions and the panels is that's how I've come to find out what all the voices on the cartoons that I liked look like, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is good and bad. <laughs> like I, well, yeah, but it's also like that is that thing of like you know, it's so it's so fascinating, and like through you know going for so many years it's like you see them over and over but it's it's like it's always they are they love it like they're like yes this is what you know that's always nice to see is that yeah these the guy that um that i saw one time it wasn't my story but i was like standing there um there was somebody who was special needs and in a wheelchair and all kinds of things and somebody else was speaking for her and they were saying that she watched Animaniacs like over and over and she would always ask them to put it back on. And he walked over to her, walked away from his table, walked over to her, not in front of cameras, didn't do it for press, wasn't anything. And he just, in his, in the Animaniacs, like, I think he was Yakko. Yeah, Yakko? Um, he did the entire state's song or country's song, but he did the whole thing for her. Mm-hmm. And it was just this magical moment. And she was like lit up and started crying and her family just, and it was this moment and it was just their moment. And I thought it was so precious. And like, that's my biggest, like, I will always support that show because I've seen how great you're right. The voice actors are, we're just like, yes. <laughs> okay. In the, in the chat, I just dropped. Oh, you know, I got uh, I just dropped the YouTube where Cole and I just straight up crash and burn. Uh, this is back in 2014. Good lord, I'm so thin. Oh my You're God. also really short, which is really funny because Kevin Conroy is really tall and Cole's really tall. So yes. it's like the two of them and then Jay- <laughs> uh, Also, Alex, we're over Alex, are you doing in. the camera? Yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking oh, of crash oh and burning. Oh my I- God, Cole. I do the bad camera. I see um, the look. I see the look on JPG's face where he's like, "What am I doing here?" So I specifically had a talk where we had like 15 minutes to prepare. Right, we had like 15 minutes to prepare for this, and everybody knows I'm terrible in front of the camera. Right, so so Alex and Cole have talked. That's why we're on like, Twitch. Look. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, look, they're like, look. I know that there's going to be a camera. You just have to forget about it. You have to forget about it, but look at it. Look at it, and then also interact with it. Interact with it, but also forget about it. And that's how the talk went, right? And I'm so confused at this point. <laughs> and so, oh, yeah, Care Bear Kelly, we'd look, we do look very different in the video. I'm sorry. I, let, I definitely let myself go. That's what marriage does to you. But uh, um, We know we're happy. <laughs> okay, so. And, and of course, right? Like Cole's the one who's Cole's the one who crashes and burns in this one. He's the one, and then I have to physically take the microphone from him. Well, and if you ask Cole, go go for it. I was gonna say if you ask Cole this story later, he said he totally panics because Kevin Conroy looks him right in the eyes, and he's like, "It's very rare when somebody can look at me in the eyes, and of all people, it's Batman." And so he said he like totally lost it because they were like same height. And just eye to eye, and he said he instantly panicked. <laughs> so then I take, I have to physically take the microphone. And then Kevin Conroy says, I've asked him one of the best questions he's ever gotten. And I'm wow. like, and, and it was like one of those like walk away, like middle fingers up in the air to, <laughs> to Colin Alex on that one. Cause I specifically was talked to about not being, not being a freaking nerd 
And then you guys were the ones you that were what, nerds. You know where some good interviews we had was Lauren Lester and Kelly Who. Lauren Lester and Kelly Who, yeah. We had that um, all at the same convention, which is really weird also, too. That's when I was young and brave um, and just walked up to anybody. Yeah, now we're just, now we know better, right? Like, we yeah. we have shame now. It's I have so shame weird. now. I didn't have shame then, because yeah. I didn't know the world I was in. And so anytime the guys freaked out, I was like, cool, I got this. Let me go ask. And I, I was willing to ask anybody and everybody. Oh, do you want to do an interview? Hey, are they free to do an interview? Um, I got us to do an, a fake arm wrestling video with the Red Ranger with, um, oh my gosh. Oh, yeah, that was at the beginning of Ready, Set, Geek. Yeah. Was at, uh, it was not Paramorphicon, it was, I think it was like Long Beach or something was, like that. Yeah, it was yeah. the original Red Ranger. Austin St. John. Austin St. John. He was super nice, and he did a fake arm wrestling video where he actually arm wrestled you and Cole. Yeah, he actually arm wrestles me and Cole. So, one of the first iterations of Ready Set Geek did, um, and that's when Geek Set went turned into the network. We had to rename ourselves, so we renamed ourselves Ready Set Geek, and it was like an intro to geek culture, right? And um, and so every week we did some sort of uh, challenge. Uh, it was like a, a challenge, and whoever won the challenge got to pick the uh, like the topic for the next week after that. And some of them were legitimate, some of them were set up. This one was set up because unbeknownst to me and Cole, we thought we were actually going to be arm wrestling him. And you he did. does actually straight up arm wrestle us. Mm. We also thought he was going to straight up arm wrestle Alex. No, we were wrong. He just set us up for failure and he lets Alex win. And she got to pick that week. Wow. So, yeah. Oh, and I gosh. did that because you guys wanted to meet him. But you were both too shy to. Yeah. So I came up with an idea. Meeting the Red asked, Ranger? And I just asked him if he was on board to fuck with you guys. My namesake? <laughs> Come on. Ugh. Okay. Any other ones? Any other questions well, we gotta do? We are I know way we're over, over an hour, hour by the we're way. way over an hour. We're way over an hour. Oh, oh God. Let's wrap it up and then we'll do a, a Twitch exclusive and then we'll... Then that's it. All right. Oh, wow. If only somebody had put the ending to the script. In the chat. <laughs> you can't we don't and, have an ending at this point. And that's and that's the dive into the dungeon. <laughs> to see what we're diving into next time. We're not diving into anything. That's what it, that's what I mean. Years. The script is like uh, <laughs> yeah. the script well, is set up to be what's next, but I will end it with Use what you've learned at any point in our existence of podcasting from anything you guys have learned on a show that you just thought, wow, that person was a good person. Use those things to build better character.